Folks, rise and shine, Bulls fans. It is a UB Bulls game day. Happy Friday. I'm your host, Degenerate Al. I'm with Kevin Masari, Ty B, and today is a massive game against the Kent State Golden Flashes on national TV, CBS Sports Network tonight. And what do we got here, folks? UB is a three-point favorite in this matchup against Kent after a big win at home against Western Michigan on Tuesday night. Kevin Massar, I'll start with you, but this Bulls team is hot, winners of four in a row. Yeah, I mean, they they certainly turned it around. They're still off to slow starts at home. Um, you know, they're coming off the Western game where they, you know, pretty much played, you know, nip and tuck all the first half. It was, it was a, I mean, it was a really good game. They pulled away at the end there, but uh, still struggled defensively, letting up 79 points again. So a little, little upsetting to see them have a pretty good performance of 67 points against Central and then go to 79. But they've been, you know, they've been playing much better. There's been a lot more energy, um, a lot of things going right. It's almost like they listen to our podcast, right, Ty? Yeah, it seems to be that way. We called on a couple guys to really step up and kind of make their mark, and we've been seeing that lately. Uh, another big game out of Antoine Johnson, uh, 60% shooting on the day, 2 of 5 from 3, 7 of 7 from the line with 21 points. It's really good to see him getting involved, and you saw it with him in all aspects of the game, offensively, defensively. He was sort of all over the place. Um, obviously, it was nice you get into halftime there, tied up, and then in the second half, you really start to pull away. Um, the defense really took over. You force... 14 turnovers out of Western Michigan. You only turn the ball over six times on your own. You get 24 points off those turnovers, and you only give up eight on your few turnovers. So that's a perfect margin. That's exactly what you want for winning basketball, Al. Yeah, and I mean, the thing is, like, it's another uh, another first half where UB definitely struggled against a, a squad that you should pretty much handle pretty easily. Obviously, at the end of the game, they ended up covering the 10, 10 and a half point spread by like a half a point. But it's just at home this year, just a lot of struggling in the first half. But they're on a roll now. They've won four in a row. A W is a W. Can't complain. But if you were to complain with some of these things in these losses or in these in these wins, one of the things with uh, against um, Western, UB once again, five of 22 from three. 22% from the floor um, shooting the three ball, Kev. I mean, that's something where, I mean, Graves did score 23 points, but I, he hasn't really still truly turned it on just yet. Yeah, he's coming off of a, the flu. I mean, he's playing, seems to be focusing some more energy on defense, which is which is really good to see. I mean, we can't forget that the Central win, the one where they dominated Central, 22% from 3-5 for 22. Um, it, it's just not, that's just not good. They're not going to win. They're not, that's not sustainable in UB, uh, the way UB plays, away from Hurley over to Oates, over to Weitzel. I think they'll even admit to you themselves that they can't be shooting 20 to 30% from three when they take 30 shots. Well, you sh- when you're taking eight shots, it's you know, limited threes, it's whatever. Um, like, you know, Western only took 17. But when you're taking 22-plus shots and going five for 22, um, I mean, you've got to really play good basketball all around to to battle that. And uh, didn't didn't play clean on the, on the foul end. I mean, they were fouling at will. Some pretty bad calls, but there were some pretty poor fouls um, in that game by the team. They really cleaned it up in the second half. Um, you know, but still 24 fouls is a ton. The way UB won that game was, you know, no turnovers, you know, offense, six turnovers, like Ty already mentioned. That's the way that that's done. They need to really play um, really clean basketball against Kent State, a team of runs. I've watched Kent State go on 15-point uh, offensive runs and then get scored 20 straight on. They're just they're, – they're a really, really, really streaky team. 
Um, they were really strong too coming into the into MAC play, and then from there, I mean, they only lost to Ohio State and I think Irvine, uh, Mississippi State as well before you know taking care of BGSU, CMU, Toledo. Um, you know, Toledo's a 500 team right now, but th- those are still three of probably our conference's top six. Taking care of business there, um, and then dropping three straight against I mean Miami on the road and Western on the road, NIU at home, which NIU beat. You know, now us and Kent. Um, so they're in good position, even at three and three. There are some good tiebreakers on their side. Um, but, you know, the Western loss on the road and the Miami loss on the road, you know, UB went in there and, and won there pretty handedly. Um, those, those aren't good losses by them. There, there's nothing good about that. And, and really took them from what I thought was a two or three seed down into not in the bye anymore and put Buffalo um, into the four spot right now, guys. So they're in the four spot. They are officially on bye if the season ended today. They could further solidify that with a win, really get commanding. So I don't see them taking over the one or the two, um, but they could really take commanding commanding lead on this four spot. Um, maybe battle for the three, but I do think Ball State, my current three, is going to probably stay put as already beating Buffalo by 20. Um, so a lot of work to do, um, but I mean, I'm, I'm actually really impressed that they're in the four spot I predicted in a you know, pre, pre-MAC poll or right after the losing streak that they'd be the five or the six. Um, I'm still leaning that that could happen, but sitting in the four is a nice feeling like that. Yeah, it feels good to be in the four right now and not where Kent State is. You have Rob Sendroff telling the media that nobody's happy. There's a lot of frustration, um, and that's something you want to hear if you're a Bulls fan right now. Get, let's get this Love team it. while they're down a little bit. Um, you know they're going to be having a little bit of issues maybe inside. You bring in a whole bunch of JUCO guys, transfer guys. Um, I mean, your leading scorer, Antonio Williams, is a guy who's uh, come out of the JUCO ranks. Uh, then you look at Troy uh, Simmons and Philip Whittington, also guys who have transferred out of uh, New Mexico and USC Upstate, respectively. Both of those guys are double digits in scoring as well, and all three are seniors who are supposed to be leading this team. But right now, you know, you got Senderoff calling them out, saying the up- the upperclassmen and seniors in particular have to take ownership. They have to lead. They have to want to make other guys play for them. But right now it seems like that's not happening in those three straight losses. You know, you go down to Miami by three, Western Michigan by four, two straight close games, and then you you lose to uh, Eugene German in Northern Illinois by seven, and it, it seems like you're trending in the exact wrong direction. Um, they've had some good scoring margins throughout most of the season, um, early on, you know, they've been playing pretty pretty sound defensively, only allowing 69 points per game, which is pretty nice. But uh, lately, they're just having a problem scoring. It's just a real up-and-down team, Al. I, I just don't know, you know, what we're really going to see tonight. What I, what I do know, this brand-new episode of Bullet Points is brought to you by West Her Automotive. And, Kev, what's the hashtag? Hashtag buy from Bunt, where you're going to get the best deals all day, every day. Buy from Bunt. Got to bring this up, though, guys. I was looking into these Kent State losses over the past three games. That Miami game, I got to get my intern on this. I'm not sure what the spread was. Miami shot 35 free throws to Kent's 15 in a three-point game. That's insane. That is just more than double. And then against Northern Illinois, Kent State shot 33 pointers at home in a loss. So something's not right with the offense there, chucking up 33s. And, you know, those three losses, the opposing team got to the free throw line 
more than Kent State did. So I don't know if that's a recipe for a win to beat Kent State, but if we can battle down low with their bigs, their tallest guy out there, I believe, is what? Danny Pippen, 6'9", six, six, yep. Whittington, 6'8". Yep. So nothing too scary down low, I mean, with Mbala. And, Kev, it seems to me that, I mean, obviously earlier in the season, we were ragging on Harden a little bit. But, you know, putting a solid 12 minutes against Western, four for four, eight points, six boards, it's finally good to have that, you know, a, a, a surefire seventh guy, hopefully, off the bench after Sagu. Yeah, I mean, he, he's he's a four. He's a four through and through. Um, he's really going to be more of your potentially Janathan sub six man next year. Um, he's not going to be your five that can go in for a ball. If you're going to run a, in, in a Williams um, hard net lineup, you're going to really struggle defensively. Um, and that's where we started to see that, where he was coming in from Mbala early on in, in this. And it was really it was really a, a trouble. I mean, he, he still struggles on the defensive side of the floor. He still uh, struggles with the pick and rolls. Uh, I don't like the way he clears out on, underneath the rim. Uh, but he is, he is finding his offensive groove. I mean, that's really nice to see that you can have him come in for uh, Jonathan Williams. Really a replica style, kind of. Jonathan's a little better uh, jump shooter. Um, but you're going to get a replica. I mean, the guy's shooting 80%. I mean, that's... You know, Kevin, you know, I love the high field goal percentage shooters. I love, um, you know, Javon McRae in my day uh, leading the nation in field goal percentage. So that's 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 what I like to see from a forward. The turnovers have got to got to go away. He had two last game, um, but I'll take it at that high. If he's shooting at such high clip, what I can't take is 30, 35 percent field goal shooters with the turnovers and with the personal fouls. Um, as you see, what there's a couple guys in the roster that you know still continue to do that, but. I mean, it's it's Kent was uh, four and a half point uh, favorites in that game, Al. I know you you referenced the uh, Miami game, so they were favored by four and a half uh, against Miami in that one. So you know, Vegas still kind of found that a close-ish game um, for the most part. Just I think mainly because Mac, you know, Mac road games, you just never know what you're going to get. But even a UB team's been playing great on the road, in my opinion, which I'm happy about. You need to clean it up a little bit at home, but um, I think that this Kent State team you know, really does play into their hand a little bit. Um, you know, like like we mentioned, Pippen, it's, they're, they're, they're graduating five out of their seven best players. So this is a one-year squad, depending on what they can do. I mean, they seem to be taking the Coach B method of, of Juco and, and transfers. Um, but they're getting rid of their five, you know, really Williams, uh, Simmons, Whittington, Williamson, and Peterson are all graduating. Pretty much the team next year is going to be um, – you know, Pippen is going to be Pippen and Roberts are going to be the only the only players on this team next year. So this is a one year run for Kent. I don't think they have enough to get it done in the Mac tourney. Um, I you know they've been playing selfish ball, uh, shooting thirty five percent from three. Um, you know, there's there's a lot that goes goes in the hands of of the UB way, especially coming into this losing streak. Can they lose four straight though? I don't know. I don't love teams on losing streaks like this, especially ones that were pretty decent. Um, so I, I'm a little bit worried about that, but they'll, they'll take care of business. I mean, they, they share the ball well against Kent State does, you know, uh, 14.7 assists per game. They still score 78.5, 37th in the country, even with this little lag. Um, they don't rebound particularly well, 193rd in the country at 36 boards per game. Um, so there, there's some, there's some, you know, mismatches, but they just don't have the Jalen Walker like they used to. Um, Williams is a nice guard. He's nowhere near the guards that they've already played. Um, the UB's already played some of the best guards in this conference. Eugene German's probably the best player. Um, you know, you know, Justin Turner coming up in Bowling Green. And then even, you know, we'll see what happens. But I, once again, Williams is their top guy, top guard. I don't think he can carry the load. 
And when, when, when they don't have a dominant player, that's what gets UB um, in, in really bad trouble. Um, they, they, they seem to struggle against one man uh, player. So Ty, what do you see from Williams? Do you think that they have enough talent? I mean, it's really, to me, it's similar to UB though. They're really a five man team. Uh, it gets real thin for them quickly. Yeah. When you look at their scoring, it's pretty balanced. You have, uh, five guys who are all averaging in the double digits, but none of these guys really <clears throat> seem to be that game changer takeover type player like Eugene German, who had his way with UB early on in the max season. So when you look at it that way, if some of these guys start to struggle, it's not like someone's going to step up and hit 27, 28 points. Like you can get out of, you know, say Javon Graves when, you know, the Bulls struggle. So I think they are in a much tougher predicament than what the Bulls would be in, you know, if there's a struggle early on in alumni. But I think, you know, you're going to get a lot of the fans back, a big Friday night game in Buffalo. And, you know, I know the students aren't completely back yet. Classes start next week. But you got a lot of them moving back a little early the weekend before classes start. Let's ho- let's hope this building's packed tonight because it, ne- it needs to be loud. This is a real big game. Um, hopefully, you know, you get out on them early and you make them sort of feel like they're in an avalanche of just L's coming over and over and over. And don't let them really get into this game. Um, step on that throat early. Don't have that early lag in the first half that they've had a lot of the a lot of this season um i think if you come out hit a couple of shots early get some easy buckets that's really gonna go a lot a long way for this team tonight oh ty b we've already talked i can't wait for tonight uh barely slept last night uh we already talked about it we're gonna be in the student section yep. i'm fired up you know, it sucks that I wish this game was one week later because, like you said, the full student section is not going to be there. But the schedule ahead, what a dream for Bulls fans. Three straight Friday night primetime national TV games with, you know, started with Kent tonight. Then you got BG at home, which should be a raucous crowd. And then you got Central Michigan at 9 p.m. Oh, yes. Kev, I don't know if you remember this. Do you remember, I think it was like, what, five years ago now? Maybe six, 2014, 2015, when it was UB Kent State in Buffalo. I- I've never seen a crowd like it. It was the blackout game. Probably the Hell, most how fun, <laughs> the most fun student section I've ever been a part of. The, the announcers, when you watch the game the next day, calling it a buzzsaw, great college atmosphere. I, Kev, that was just a once in a lifetime student section for me personally at UB. Yeah, and I can't. Ever, I mean, we got the best video ever from that. I mean, we got the I got the leg Kent State video. I mean, out of that game, it's just gonna always be epic. I got um, the leg, hope. I mean, what a that that alone is just worth every single thing that happened that night. I mean, what I mean, then to get blown out. I mean, come on, that video and then the blowout and the crowd. Oh, oh. The Shannon Evans three. I mean, it 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 was just. It, there's been nothing better than watching that and um and i mean that's still an epic game to this day for me so yes i mean that's that's up there with at least for home games um games that are like the most important that i've watched and, and gotten to be a part of so um this has got the makings to be which was a little later in the year but uh, like you mentioned with the crowd people will be moving in they'll be bored no classes though um, they'll be bored. I would imagine with the weekend, everyone's looking to go out and get back in the groove of things, moving their stuff back. Um, we'll see, but I'm still predicting that the crowd's pretty decent. The, the community does come out for Friday games regardless. 
So I'm looking forward to that. But that Bowling Green game and that Central game, I expect it to be roaring. They play Akron 229 later this year, guys, um, which is going to get flexed to probably 228 on a Friday. Um, could be four buys and lots of stuff on the line. That could be this year's Kent State game. So watch out for that game, 229 now. Can't imagine they don't put that on national TV on 228. That's going to be the game. But this is another game. Might be number two to that Akron game. That Bowling Green game's big, too. But this is a big run. Um, they've taken care of the middle of the MAC. Struggled a little bit with um, the middle to high guys in Ball State and NIU. But they've gotten taken care of the middle. Um, now they get the top. You know, the Akron, Kent State, Bowling Green. You know, it's coming now. Um, they need to go 2-1 and one in this run um, to really solidify themselves and not fall back into home game against Western territory. So lots going right. Um, they really did pick up some stuff. I mean, they, they picked it up even quicker than I thought. I still thought there'd be some bumps post-Ball State. I, you know, I thought they'd run into an error against Ohio, who was not a good team. They'd scraped that one out. Really, really bothering that these games are at home. If they were on the road, I'd understand a little bit more tie. But are you worried about them having a, a, a letdown on this against this crowd with this crowd at home? You know, we, they struggled a little bit at home. Um, are you worried at all about that, or is that you? You, know, you tried we, to talk me into being. You tried to talk me into being worried last game, and <laughs> I I was befuddled when we started talking about it. But you know what? I'm I'm gonna have the confidence. Okay. I think they're gonna keep it rolling. Uh, they're playing great basketball. You know, Coach Q lands, and you know he's already talking about you know scouting, it getting into the next game. These guys are you know seem to be moving like a well-oiled machine right now. And all I could say right now is get me. With True Blue, get me in the middle of that student section with Robbie and Al. You know I'm gonna be yelling, "Be you!" Oh, I, I'm fired up. This is my first. This will be my first game of the year in the student section, and I'm yeah, like I said, I'm really excited. This is such a crucial game. Like you said, with the upcoming schedule coming up, you got to go to Akron, and then you got and then you got BG at home. You don't want to lose this game to Kent State. If you really want to solidify having a chance to be a top four seed, this is a must-win situation. Because then if you lose this one, then you got to go play at Kent to try and split the season series. I mean, I, yeah, I don't want to see that at all. You want to, you want to go to five and two because I'm pretty sure, um, if you guys have a thing in, uh, you know, laptop, something in front of you, there's some big games in the Mac East and the Mac this weekend where you could see some top teams potentially go down. So, uh, Kev, got to ask you, what do you think, you know, with this matchup with Kent State, what is the biggest key to victory for the Bulls in this game? I think they need to keep the ball in their possession. So Kent State does do pretty well at the line. Um, we got to keep them off the line. We can't last game, which is not acceptable. Refs or not. I heard a little bit about the refs from the fans. Um, and I'm usually uh, I'm usually blame the ref guy. I, I won't I won't I won't lie that I'm usually in that camp of, you know, these guys are barely. Sometimes they're just they're, they're brutal. Um, NFL, same thing. But, you know, here, I, I, last game, I thought there were some really bad fouls at UB in the first half that kept Western in it. So proof in point um, there that if they if they foul Kent State, Kent State's going to take advantage. They're, they're, they're going to shoot the foul shot really well. Um, I'm really nervous that we'll get into foul trouble. Um, that's where we're going to get into some trouble. They shoot a 73% and the, from, the, from the line. That's really good as a team. Um, you know, I think. UB is at 64, 65. So think about that 8% right there, victory toward Kent. Keep them off the line. Um, no, I don't want, I don't want to take them. They're, they're going to take it in. They don't shoot a crazy amount of threes um, for the season, at least on, on average. They've, they've shot in looks like 488 threes so far this season. So, you know, they're right in the middle of the, the pack. So um, the game where they've dominated, 
They're getting to the line. They're playing, you know, pretty good defense and they're scoring. Like, like you guys mentioned, they, they do score. They've had a little bit of a, of a law lately need to defend. So if this is one of the games where we're going to fall, we're not going to defend. We're going to, we think we're going to shoot our way out of that kind of stuff. I don't think this is going to happen, but I'm not anticipating that. I think they've, they've cleaned up some of the defensive errors. Um, the fouls are they're probably the most worrisome part to me right now are those fouls. Uh, if they sold the game down, follow them, get them on the line. That's not great. So, if UB keeps everything in front of them, play really good team defense, um, I don't think there should be a problem. Is that? Do you have any other nuggets, Ty, on on, on your keys? Yeah, I, my key, like I said a little bit earlier, is just get out and get on that throttle early. We've we've seen this team struggle too much early in the first half. Um, let's not you know leave it up to that. Let's <clears throat> when we have these runs in the first half, let's sustain them. Let's not you know get ten points and then give them right back in a longer run. Let's try to have some more consistent play for the entire the entire 40 minutes. And, you know, that's what you're going to need to start to do to really, really get ready for, you know, the MAC tournament is can you put that whole 40 minutes in? Can you run your game plan? Can you run your offense? You know, can you do this for the entirety of the game? Because that's, you know, what's going to get you over the edge. That's what's going to get this team to the next level and back into the NCAA tournament. So let's see them come out early and let's see them fire in and let's <clears throat> show them who's got the leg. And guard Danny Pippen, seriously. They have to guard Danny Pippen. Yeah. Any relation to Scotty? He, yes, right? Isn't it? This is, mm. is it not? Or I thought it was. Someone get the intern on this. Uh, I'm but almost what it, Going to have to Google, but Al, right now, we got a lot of movement on this line right now where I'm seeing anywhere between exactly three and what I was four. Say. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. We I mean, saw the line op- we saw the line open up today at one and a half. Yeah, yeah, it it opened at one and a half. I'm I'm trying to track here and it's just it's it's some weird movement. Yeah. It's skyrocketing, Kev. We're seeing Bulls minus four at home now. That's two and a half points in a few hours. So, yeah, yeah, it's a it's a lot to do with how bad that Ken's been playing. Like Let's let's be honest. Originally, as of like even a week ago, guys, I think uh, Basketball Power Index had Kent winning seventy thirty at on the road. But then they go and drop three. UB goes and wins four, um, and that like completely flipped. Uh, like forty percent in a week or two is a lot on a Power Index. So yeah. um, it's it's a bit so fifty four to forty six right now in the Power Index. Three and a half is is, is high. I mean, I, I think I'd expect it more to be close to closer to one, like it originally was. So that's interesting. I don't know if they know something or um, that's that's that is that is really interesting. So close to game day. Yeah, game time. I, I, it's just it's I don't know. It scares me. You know, Kent's going to be fired up. What do, I'm pretty sure we swept Kent State last year. Um, For the first to, time ever, right? Yeah, went to Kent, took care of business earlier in the year. And then we pummeled them at home. Um, looking at that, we right don't now, win pump- there much. We don't no, win that ac- much. Actually, we beat them last year on a Friday night at home to move to twenty-four and three. Yep. So Perkins had a big game at twenty-seven. There looks like what Williams had seventeen. So for uh, Kent, but yeah, it just it, it does make me a little nervous. Not gonna lie, they they've lost in a row. Kent is always gonna be fired up coming to Buffalo, needing a W. Um, but hey, we got the bulletin board material. We'll, you know, we'll be firing stuff from bullet points bright and early with that video that our, uh, <laughs> that our boy Kevin Vertino got in that game back in, uh, 2014, 2015. So I'm excited guys real quick. You want to give your, uh, final prediction? Start with you, Kev. 
<sighs> it is a tough one. It really is. Really is. Um, yes, I have him covering. I'm winning by four. I think UV does take advantage of this game and the crowd. Um, I think they'll play good. I think they play poorly against no crowds. That's why Western was a little scary to me, and we saw it in the first half. Um, but I think with the energy, they some of these players have played in big games. The Graves, even Williams and Sagu have, have noticed, you know, gotten to be on the court for this stuff. Um, I got what I have written down here, and I think it's going to hold true. I got 79-75 in this game. Yeah, so I got no relation here to the great Scotty Pippen. Um, obviously, last year we played Scotty's nephew, Kavion Pippen, who's with the Spurs G League team right now, I believe. Mm, maybe um, that's what I was but, thinking. <clears throat> yeah, no relation for Danny. But, yeah, I think this is going to be another game where the Bulls – continue to show that they're progressing continue to show more growth um i think you're going to get a consistent output again from antoine johnson i think if he gives you you know 15 and an efficient 15 no one gets into foul trouble i don't think you really get in uh to any issues with this kent state team um play that solid defense Get out in transition, get the offense going early, you know, set things up early in that shot clock and be very efficient. I think that's, so, you know, everything is trending that way with this Bulls team. So give me UB 75-64. Well, all right, all right. I mean, I think tomorrow – in this matchup, it's really going to come down to the, the Buffalo Bulls defense. I mean, you really don't want to get in a shootout with Kent State, but I kind of feel like that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a, a high-scoring game on national TV. I don't think you're going to get the rowdiest, loudest crowd tomorrow night. You know, unfortunately, with you know, without the students there, you know, last year against Kent State, that game was wild. I mean, that was pretty much close to a sellout. Um, I think that's definitely a huge factor in this game. I don't think we're going to get the buzzsaw like we normally see. Um, but I, I do see it being high scoring. I think UB realizes what's at stake in this matchup. Uh, I'll take the Bulls at home on Friday night, extending the winning streak to five in a row, 84-80. Hashtag buy from Bunt. Hashtag buy from Bunt. Another note about Antonio Williams. His nickname is Boo Man, so you better be watching out. He might be seeing the boogeyman Devonte Jordan locking him up in his uh, in his nightmares after this game. Shaking in his booties, right? Shaking in his <laughs> booties. Um, yeah, I mean, it's look. Let's boil it down to this. It's a four versus five matchup, but we could see this in the MAC tournament. The difference is five has to play like a team like Western or Miami or Eastern. Don't want to have to do that. This is a game where you can clinch, not clinch, but you can put yourself in good spot for the four, really have the tiebreakers over Central and Ken at that point, um, which would be your competition for the four. Um, It's a huge game, guys, to get this force. I mean, it's it's early, but it's you need this tiebreaker. You need a lock in the four before you can make a run at uh, Akron, Bowling Green or uh, Ball State. So um, this is a big game. They need to lock in this four. Um, They need to be in commanding position so that, you know, they can play loose down the stretch and maybe be able to give one up. You don't want to lose this one and then have to go to Kent. Where are the cheerleaders? I got got the leg. I got the leg. Oh, that's all I got to say. Beat Kent State. Join us in the student section tonight. We're going to be fired up. Remember, folks, 630 tip off. That's throwing me off already. That's a crucial 30 minutes before game time. Big time, but, uh, big 30. Ex- excited, uh, very excited, fired up. 
can barely speak right now. Let's go, Bulls. Can't read, can't write. Uh, oh, how did I not say that? 